What is going on, community? I know it has been some time, and I sincerely apologize, but we are back in full swing. So thank you for tuning in to the new episode of the Everyday Growth Podcast with your host, me, Anthony J. Guys, here we search out for individuals who've had growth in one way or another during their lifetime. That is the normal introduction that I do give for my podcast every episode before I interview people. Before I interview guests, I apologize. But hey, today is a little bit different. Guys, today is all about the keynote that my very first keynote that I gave to a nonprofit organization ran by a good friend of mine, creator and founder of Forever You, who is impacting the lives of the youth today and helping them overcome crazy adversities. And I was so, so, so blessed and so honored and so humbled to be asked to be their Saturday night speaker at their 7 p.m. slot. And uh, that was, it's the biggest seat that they had on the weekend. It was a weekend retreat for these kids. And um, I was there to create some impact and or hope that I could create some impact. So this is the keynote. And it's the first time I've released it. I've been sitting on it for a very long time. I had no idea what to do with it and or how to intro it. And like everything else, guys, action creates impact and impact uh, can only come from action. So here it is. I'm putting it out there. If you guys have never heard my story before, uh, many of you have, if you've listened to this podcast or follow me on Instagram, if you guys, my Instagram is everyday Anthony J. I'm dropping just crazy knowledge bonds about nutrition, fitness, and mindset every single day. It's something near and dear to my heart, especially with uh, the mental health that needs to be shown today. And this keynote is all about that. It's all about uh, my story that can be out, that can I just, I ha everyone's telling me to get it out there more and more and more and more. And I've been sitting on it for so long and I've shared it a couple times, but like I said, guys, if you don't know my story, please take a minute to listen to this. It's about an hour long. I do believe we get into some of the, some of the great things about the story and, and uh, perspective on um, adversities that come up in our lives. So guys, without further ado, this is uh, my very first keynote over the winter at a forever you event, impacting about, there was about 30 kids in the room and a lot of, um, a lot of people that were helping out too, um, and some alumni that were there. At the very end, I do take questions. There's a short Q&A um, period at the very, very end. You will hear, um, this is a live recording. We did not have microphones to be passed around the room. I do believe I repeat some of the questions as well, but guys, just bear with us. You can kind of hear and understand my answers to those questions. You can kind of figure out what the questions were. Um, once again, I'm very humbled to even have this experience to be able to say I did my first keynote. and. Um, it's amazing, guys. So take some time, uh, sit back, relax, listen to this. If you're in the car going to work, pick something else to listen to. It gets a little heavy. Um, if you're on the way home, it's a different story and or if you are at home. But everyone has tales of adversity. Mine is no different or better from anybody else's. It's just another tale of adversity. It's just another speed bump in the road that we have to get through. And if you have any questions about anything, please reach out. I'm here for every single one of you. With that being said, guys, the sponsor of this podcast going forward and today is Ambition Threads Company. It's an amazing company ran by a friend of mine, uh, Tyler Gentry out of Tennessee. And he has given uh, the everyday code to this entire community for 20% off any and all of his clothing line. So you guys go check him out, use code everyday and it gets you 20% off. Without further ado, here's my first keynote. Tonight, uh, we have another Real Talk session um, with now a great friend of mine, um, Anthony Guzzo. And so uh, I met Anthony, oh, it was actually really weird the whole way that we've so, crossed so, paths. So um, Carrie Ann is his girlfriend, 
okay? Carrie Ann ran in the first Forever You 5K by accident back in 2013, 2014. And then a few months ago, I was meeting with Tyler, having a meeting um, about some programming. And all of a sudden, these two walk in and Carrie Ann goes, are you Ryan Heslaw with Forever You? I say, yes, of course. And we create this conversation. The next thing you know, Anthony uh, and I have uh, formed an amazing friendship and it's amazing to see and reflect on like the conversations that we've been having. Um, and like, there's been times where we get together and I'm expecting it to be maybe an hour and it turns into like four or five. Um, and it's really cool to see what comes out of it. So Anthony uh, is gonna share a little bit about his story, where he comes from, what he's learned to get to where he is today, um, because he, is, he has one heck of a story, but also there have been so many lessons that he's learned that he wants to share tonight. But more than that, he also is such an advocate for personal growth. I mean, he, ha he has his own podcast, he's a nutrition coach and personal trainer, and um, he's gonna elaborate on a little bit of that. Um, but in addition to that, um, I really want you to utilize this time to your advantage. Anthony is, uh, he's going to be transparent with you. He's going to be real with you. And I want you to know that uh, of all the speakers we're going to have this weekend, I really encourage you to take time to ask Anthony um, some of the questions you have about some of the adversities that you've been facing um, and things that you might be juggling with or battling through. And um, I, I really am excited about having Anthony uh, be one of our presenting speakers this weekend, okay? So, that being said, please focus your attention on uh, this discussion right now. Use your guided materials to your advantage. Take some notes. Take down key takeaways. And we will do a time of Q&A. And uh, I, I think even Anthony mentioned that earlier. He really wants to create more time for Q&A than just the story because that's where a lot of that value comes to play, where you can answer or ask the questions that you know you're most curious about okay he's got a lot of great things he wants to b bring tonight sound good cool well anthony thank you so much for making the time to uh join us this evening Dude, and so, be part. so thank you so guys uh first and foremost thank you guys so much for being here i know this is probably outside of some of your guys comfort zone to even be here if it's your first time or even if it's your second or third time doing these things um it's not easy like ryan just said like personal growth is the hardest thing in the world it really is it's the hardest thing it's because you have to constantly work at it every single day. So I just want to say before we even get into all the cool details and all those things that I have to share is thank you so much for your time. We don't have, you know, that's one thing we never get back, right? So thank you so much for your time and thank you so much for all the energy that you're giving me right now. And uh, Ryan, thank you so much for, man, we finally did it, man. I'm here. <laughs> We've been talking for a um, couple months now after we met uh, summertime, right? Kind of later in the summertime and we've been talking since then. And um, Pretty much every uh, every week, right? We did a couple meetings in Starbucks, and the knowledge that we're dropping on each other, and it's just the opening up, guys, is like talking like this is it's crucial. It's crucial in life to be vulnerable because without vulnerability, you cannot change. First and foremost. So, as you guys sit here, I say the word vulnerability. I probably use it once or twice or three times throughout the night. But right now, when you guys have that piece of paper in front of you, um, write down one thing when you guys were vulnerable any time of your life. Or you can do it now, you can do it later, but think about it right now. So write down vulnerability on your, in your book. And uh, it could be super personal, just kind of off the cusp if you did something outside of your comfort zone. So vulnerability is great, guys. But Ryan, once again, thank you so, so much for having me here, man. This is great, dude. 
Totally. And now, you know, through our conversations, we've talked about a lot of key themes that we often talk about here at the programs when it comes to the power of uh, influence and the power of having perspective and looking at life adversities as, for, uh, you know, as opportunities to really grow and maybe learn something about ourselves that initially we, we believe to be non-existent. There can be a lot of good things that come out of that. Um, and even like the power of choice, which we've heard a lot about this weekend, um, knowing that we can take control of some of our life circumstances and really do what we can to um, look at our life uh, from a different kind of angle. Like you are all capable of some remarkable things. It's just important that we can provide you with the opportunities and the people and the influencers that can help you realize that. Um, so why don't we jump into a little bit about where you come from and your upbringing? Um, because obviously you are, your passion for people is out of this world. Like I, I'll tell you that right now, like, you know, even if Anthony was in the room, the guy's passion for people is absolutely out of this world. And it's something that gets me excited about. It. And that's why I wanted to have him be one of the presenting speakers this weekend, because um, he is so transparent, but also he makes you realize your worth, you know, like especially just our times and conversations that we've had have been so refueling um, that really keep me on track. And so like we've talked about the power of influence and having the right people in your circle. I'm grateful to have someone like Anthony in my circle who can fuel me. I'm grateful for people like Nate and Tyler and Carrie Ann and Hannah and Jason and Carlos and Tyler and Annie and all the others that have been part of our journey, right? So why don't you talk a little bit about, especially like your high school years, um, different adversities you might have faced um, that led into y your young adult years. And um, obviously the basis behind that is to simply share what were those things you learned? I mean, there's a lot packed in there, but why don't you just take us down um, memory lane a little bit? Yeah, so like, like you said, power of choice, and I love how the weekend is kind of focused around those three three main uh, topics you guys have, but power of choice is everything. Your choice is everything. Everything you do from this second forward throughout your day, every day you wake up, put your two feet on the ground, there's choices that go into your journey positively or negatively, period. If you want to continue down the road of making negative choices, did it for a very long time, we can get into that later. Um, I'm going to be super transparent with you guys tonight. Um, I need you to be transparent with me also. The rawness of me comes out all the time when I talk about my story, when I get in front of people and talk. Even on my podcast yesterday, I think I broke down like three times on my own podcast. <laughs> you know, it's just something that happens. Um, so when I take very long breaks, um, just give me a second to kind of get my stuff together. You know what I'm saying, guys? It's, uh, I've, I've, I've been where you guys have been. Some of you, maybe we can relate to a lot of things when I talk. If you guys have anything that we can relate to, um, please write it down, whether it's personal or we can talk about it in here Q&A or outside of here in a, in a room, okay? I'm totally cool with any of that, guys. Um, power of adversity is great. Choice is everything. Um, we're gonna come across tons of adversity in our lives, right? Mm -hmm. But it's, there's only two ways to go with that, right? Any sort of problem in your life, there's only two ways. There's, that's it. It's either move forward, accept what happens, take it in emotionally, physically, mentally, understand what happens, through either emotion, or I'm sure a lot of anger, or just questions like, I don't know what that was all about. You can either do that, you can tuck tail and run, or you can learn from it. And you're gonna hear me talk about it too in my story. We have to learn from everything. Even when you think it's a loss, it's not, because you're gonna learn from it. So as soon as you understand that about adversity, because throughout your life, so you're gonna have speed bumps, man. <laughs> Dude, still doing it today. You know, it never ends. It never ends. I don't care how young, how old you are, but it's how you take on that adversity. It's how you accept it. It's how you accept it, understand it, and then move forward. And if you guys keep moving forward through those adversities, um, it's just, 
the world opens up. As, as long as you're moving forward, it doesn't matter how fast. It could be at a snail's pace. You're still moving forward. And that's the biggest thing in the world. The only way you can mess this up if you stop and you quit. That's it. So as long as you're moving forward, you can conquer any kind of adversity that you ever have in your life. And that's one thing that I learned the hard way, and I didn't want to take that, you know, because I quit. I quit on myself and everyone that was around me. And, um, you know, it all kind of just kind of stems back to, uh, to into high school. And it was a really tough time, man. You know, it's just uh, one of those things, like, I didn't know myself, man, at all. I didn't know who I was. I didn't have any hobbies. I didn't have any growth. And I was just kind of going through the motions, you know. And, um, yeah, we can kind of start getting into it right now mm -hmm. if you want. Most definitely. Now, during those high school years, you know, when you think back to some of the moments um, where you did face some level of adversity or you were just challenged in some way, whether, um, you know, it was mentally, physically, spirit, whatever the case is, um, when you look back at that, what are some of those key things that you would share, especially with your high school self? Because some of these students are now transitioning into high school. Mm -hmm. Some are in the midst of it, in the pool of high school. What are some things that, you know, you wish these students would be aware of, especially when navigating yeah, for it, sure, man, when it for comes sure. to mentality? Yeah, so the big thing, I think the biggest thing and the kind of thing that rocked my boat the hardest was you're going into, unless you moved here from somewhere or you moved somewhere else, you're probably going to be able to, everyone in this room is going to relate to this story really quick. Or even if you did move in, you know, you're going you're gonna to get this too. So going into high school, like, you know people, right? You have quote-unquote friends coming out of grade school, going into high school, right? Um, in that period of time in your life right now, you guys are growing so much that, those people that were your best friend may not give you enough time in the day, may not talk to you, may feel like they maybe outgrew the relationship that you guys are in. And you know what? That's okay. That's 100% okay. Because everyone's going to grow through high school. You guys are going to meet new people, you know, not talk to the same people you've been talking to in grade school or, or freshman year to, you know, sophomore, junior, senior year. You guys, your friends are going to change. Your groups are going to change. And that's totally okay. But you gotta keep doing you, okay? You gotta keep doing you. Whatever kind of emotion you have about your friend walking away or um, a relationship kind of fizzling out, take it in, understand what I happened. And it's kind of like what I just said, you kinda gotta have to move on. Mm -hmm. So that was, I think, the biggest thing in high school for me, man, was like to swallow that pill. As soon as I went into my freshman, maybe even sophomore year, I could probably say freshman, maybe in the sophomore year, take one or the other. Everyone I knew in grade school was like not my friend anymore. And I was like, oh, what the, what's going on, man? Like, they tried to talk to him, not really talking to me. You know, all those groups started happening, you know, and I noticed like, oh, like, I'm not that kid anymore, you know? So with that, that's kind of where I kind of started to lose myself and like who I was. Like, dude, I was with all those people, you know, I played I played sports with these guys in grade school. I hung out with these guys that play football now in grade school. Now they're not talking to me, they're not talking to me, they're not talking to me. So, like I said, one of two ways you can go with that. I can totally let it damage me down to the ground and not understand it at all and live there, or I can accept what's going on, take it in, understand it, and move forward. And like I said, as long as you're moving forward and not backwards, you're winning. And that's the biggest, that was the biggest just kick in my face in high school, man. It really was. Because it took a long time to even remotely know who you're hanging out with anymore, mm -hmm. you know? Now, 
as we've been talking about and we've been talking about throughout the weekend, you know, the power of choice. And so when you started to notice some of those challenges in life, and obviously you were so young where it's so it's such a new thing where you're trying to figure out yourself how to actually respond to this thing. Um, I know from parts of your story, um, obviously there were negative responses to that and some of those things led to other negative things and so on and so forth. Um, you know, especially when it comes to coping with a lot of that pain we often experience. Um, why don't you speak a little bit to some of those adversities that you did face um, and then we can walk through a little bit of like what was that pivotal point where um, you were able to kind of find that on-ramp out of those situations. So why don't you speak bit, a little bit about the, those adversities that you faced? Yeah, so um, it kind of went into, you know, hanging out. So from that, from me not knowing who I was and trying to find my group of friends that I kind of clicked with, um, it actually pushed me out of the high school group of people. And when I was in my freshman, sophomore year, I started hanging out with um, seniors and people that already graduated. So if you put two and two together, this is where the story starts, right? So I started hanging out with a lot of people that are older than me. And they kind of took me out of where I need to be in my life. With me not knowing, every time I say this story, um, it's kind of like I go back and I see that like all the choices that I made leading up to hanging out with this older group of people and starting to live my life through these people and externally reaching for acceptance from these older, this older crowd that I was hanging out with, I slowly started to forget who I was. So I mean, we can just go into the story, man. Yeah. So yeah, so... Um, Kind of went out of senior year. Let's just hurry up and graduate. And um, I'm hanging out with uh, this older crowd for quite a, some time now. So after I graduated, which barely graduated high school, um, I was actually given a given a blessing from a teacher. She kind of pushed me through. <laughs> I believe she did. Um, so uh, hanging out with these people uh, really threw my threw me for a loop, you know. So. They were working, they were living for the weekends, and I started kind of getting into some bad stuff with this, this group of people. So getting out of high school, I knew I had to get a job right away, and I knew I had to, you know, do as much as I can to make money to hang out with these people. So what it actually did to me was they lived for the weekends, I started living for the weekends too. Once again, I was doing something for somebody else, not myself. So that kind of got into a whole ton of booze. Um, an astronomical amount of alcohol and some recreational drug use. Um, drug of choice at that time, cocaine. Okay. And through these, through hanging out with this group of friends for a couple of years, it kind of escalated from there. And I started to notice that the recreational use got a little deeper than recreational use. So moving out at like 22, 23 years old, um, I had to get my own place, you know. Parents really didn't know what was going on. And um, I, had a I had a passion for cooking. I had a passion for cooking. You guys will even see. I have tattoos. I wear the stamp as a chef still to this day. They're not covered up. It's kind of a constant reminder of my past, um, which I don't live in. It's just a reminder to remind me never to go back there again. We'll get into that too. Um, through that passion of cooking and still hanging out with the same group, I, I fi finally – got into a kitchen for my very first time, talked to a chef, told him, hey man, this is my passion, this is what I wanna do, because I felt like this was what I needed to do at that time. Like I told you, I had, no, I had no drive ambition, I had no idea what my journey was, I didn't accept things for what they were, so what I'm trying to do is trying to find myself instead of create myself. Because at the end of the day, life isn't about finding yourself, it's about creating yourself. You're not gonna flip over a rock 
and find, magically find something that's going to give you what you need in your life. You need to create it. And whatever it is, you may find it tomorrow. You may not find it till you're 37. I turned 38 in a couple days, guys. I just found what I wanted to do with my life. Just found it. Okay? It took me that long. But I wasted a lot of time doing the wrong thing over and over and over again. Okay? So getting into the kitchen industry, it is rough. It's 364 days of work. You get Christmas off, your days off. Basically, are making menus, talking to the head chef, and sometimes you go in to help with prep because someone's sick that day. Very hardcore job. At this time, my recreational drug use is now completely drug use, drug driven. My, it drives my life at this point. My sous chef, who was the number two in line, was my cocaine dealer. Everyone in the kitchen did it, and some people in the restaurant did it. So when I say it was always around me, it was literally five feet from me at all times, at all times. But it was my choice. I put myself in that position from all of my choices leading up to it. But I didn't know any better. I couldn't see past that. That's who I was at that time. I didn't even know who I was. So the cocaine use and the alcohol gets to the point where something out of my Johnny Depp movie, Glow, if you guys never seen it, shouldn't see it because we're young. Um, it's uh, something out of a movie, guys. It's literally uh, cocaine consumed my life. I actually um, did so much cocaine I couldn't afford to do it anymore. So when that happens, you have a couple options. You can get it from someone else for free, which never happened. Or you can kind of figure out how you're going to get it. Or you can start selling something else for your addiction. Okay? So going down that path, I ended up started selling uh, marijuana by the pound for my cocaine, uh, my cocaine addiction. So now I have the worst group of people around me you can possibly have. I have people that are just coming over for pot, and I'm sitting there doing drugs while they're over at my house. These are the people that I chose to surround myself with at that time. Pretty crappy, huh? But I was looking for something. I was externally looking for validation of something. I wanted to get something from somebody just to make me happy, and that's what made me happy at the time. That's not happiness. <laughs> that, there's no way, shape, or form was I happy. All right? If you put a spectrum out, 0 to 100, 0 to 10, alpha to the omega, here's the starting, here's the finishing, I'm down here. You don't want to be here. What you think is bad is not bad. Countless days staying up from drug use, failed relationships, no relationship with my family, lost all my friends, screwed up relationships. So one magical day, excuse me guys, I get a drink of water. One magical day, I decided on 10-26-2013, 
is a day that I am forever grateful for. That's my one grateful thing. I'm going to say you three grateful things I am grateful for, and that's one. So guys, you make another line on your piece of paper. I want you to write down three things you are grateful for, whether that's personal, external, internal. It could be deep. It could be light. You should all have a couple things to be able to write down on those lines. 10-26-2013, I am forever grateful for that day. And you may not get that right now, <laughs> but by the end of this, by the end of my talk, you will maybe. That day is a day that I felt that this world would no longer need me in it. The walls have caved in at this point, and I feel like I've dug my own grave multiple times over, and I no longer think that I have any purpose in this world whatsoever. So on top of my drug addiction at this point, which was out of, completely out of control, so was I. No one could help me. No one could control me. I couldn't talk to anybody. Around that time, too, of course, besides the pot that was in the house and all the other stuff, I had a bunch of pharmaceutical pills that were in the house also because why? Why not? Why not just have the entire shop in your house, right? Who cares about safety? Who cares about any of that stuff? We just have it all, right? So on that day, I thought it would be really cool to drink as much alcohol as I possibly could in a short period of time take every single pill I found in my sock drawer, I didn't care what it was, and to try to shove as much cocaine into my body as I possibly could. My goal was to either stop, blow up, or pass out, die that day. That was my goal. Like everything else in my life, I obviously failed at that. That's why I'm here. Every time I tell this story to people, it's like the craziest thing in the world. Because my entire life, until 2016, I was just a loser. I really was. I failed everything. Failed tests, failed friendships, schools, relationships, you name it, I failed it. I even failed to commit suicide the correct way. So... It gets a little hazy after that. I believe I picked up the phone and called some people and kind of said my fairly wells. I believe my sister's husband at the time, who I called, uh, kicked in my door, called the cops. That gets all super hazy, super fuzzy. Next thing I know, I woke up handcuffed to the bed at Silver Cross Hospital in the ICU. Clothes off, gown on, catheter in me. Don't know how it got there. Someone had to put it there. Okay. They're trying to measure the amount of alcohol and drugs I had in my body at that time. They were trying to measure if I was going to die. So for what felt like an eternity, and it was almost 48 hours, I snap out of it. I open my eyes, and the, just everything comes crashing down to me and says, you just failed. You failure. You are a loser even more than it was before I tried to kill myself. So the kicker of the whole story is, is of course they have to call your family, right? So my family was outside waiting as long as they could. Um, 
the nurses came in, and I'm like, dude, tell them all to leave. <laughs> I didn't want to see anybody. I haven't seen him, like, really up until this point, right? So why the hell see him now? So my, uh, I get let go. But before I get let go of my room, um, my father walks in. And uh, he doesn't say much. <laughs> he doesn't say much. You would think he'd be so pissed, so mad that his son just tried to kill himself. So mad. But he wasn't. My father came up to me and gave me the biggest hug I've ever felt in my entire life. He told me that he loved me. And it wasn't like one of those hugs, you know? It was like that hug where someone hugs you so hard that you just physically feel that you're one. And I knew from that moment forward, like, man, something's got to change. Just something's got to give, bro. Like, that's it, right? So my father drives, drives me home. I'm living by myself at this point because, remember, I told you I screwed every relationship, relationship up in my life I possibly could. I walk into my house. My door is taped shut from the cops. I obviously had to open that up and go in my house. I still lived there at the time. And what I see before me looked something out of a World War II movie. There was bottles everywhere. There was pills everywhere. There was a plate of cocaine in the corner covered up that the cops didn't see. There was pot on my bed that no one saw. This is what I come home to by myself. Probably not the safest place for me to be at that time. So when you're faced with something like that, like I said before, there's only one of two things you can possibly do. You can tuck tail and run, keep yourself down, or you can move forward. After throwing everything away, cleaning up my house, dumping everything down the drain, I looked in the mirror for the final last time. I said, this is the last time you're looking at this person. My father is my hero. I'm grateful for my father. That's my number two. Without that man, I would have no idea where I was at in my life. And it's funny because growing up, I just thought he was a dad. He was a parent. He was yelling at me. He was scolding me. I don't have to do what you want to do, Dad. Like, no. You guys, talking things out with someone that's been there or someone that's older, their years on you beats anything you know. There's a lot of people in this room that have years on you. And that's why you're here. It's fun to be with your friends for the learning experience. And you guys can learn and grow together. But don't look at the people that are older than you as something bad. They can definitely help you out. So the next day, everything's changed for my life. So instead of looking at 10-26, 2013 as a horrible day. That's pretty much the day that I was born. And for some weird ass reason, I'm still here and I should not be. And if you guys are going through anything and you guys think that what you're going through is tough and it probably is, you talk to somebody. The biggest thing in the world is to talk to somebody. We're all here to help you. Each, one, each, each person next to you right now is here to help you if they can. We're all here. 
we're all here for help. The third thing I'm grateful for is right here. In this chair next to my great friend Ryan who brought me here for a reason and for all of you for giving me your positive energy and your time because time is so damn precious. And if you guys aren't moving each and every one of your days towards something better, you're just wasting time. I thank you guys so much for giving me the last 20 minutes of your life. Thank you so much. Give it up. Oh, man. All right. Um, That's so it. We're out. Let's go. <laughs> all right. Um, so what I want to do is now transition into a time of Q&A. Um, but before we do that, uh, just two quick questions for you yeah. just to kind of yeah. close out what you just shared. Um, based on everything that you just talked through, what do you think would be that one key takeaway that students can hopefully take from your message, from your story, yeah, for sure, and maybe man. implement into their life moving forward? Yeah, uh, for sure. From the bottom of my heart, guys, uh, <laughs> when you think you can't take any more and you think you are alone, you're not. You are not alone. You're worth so much more than any bad thought in your head. I can tell you that if I just had something like this and someone like this back in that day, some things would probably be different. You guys are worth it, for real. We're all here for a reason. On this earth, we are all here for that reason. You may not have found the purpose yet. It's coming. <laughs> this is the first step. This is not easy. This stuff isn't easy. You think this was easy? You know how many times I've told this damn story? This is hard. This is hard. You guys are worth it, man. You really are. The number two, what's one challenge you have for the students in this room? So a great challenge to do that helped me out hardcore and um, is to, if, when you guys come across things that you may seem are um, wrong or bad or you don't agree with in your life, replace it with something positive. So I challenge you, when you guys leave here, don't just, don't just let it end here. Take these positive motivational moments with you. Replace something negative with something positive. It has to be replaced with something, right? Everything negative in your life has to be replaced with something positive, period. And every time you do that, you're taking one step closer to being the best you you can ever possibly be. Don't just wallow in that negative. Accept it, understand it, get rid of it with something positive. All right, so let's t uh, transition into a time of Q&A. So if you have questions, what we'll do is we'll give you the chance to write them on sticky notes if that's something you're comfortable with. And while you guys are doing that, um, if any of you are comfortable raising your hand, asking some questions, which I know Anthony would definitely encourage, um, now's the time to do that. So what, what questions do we have for Anthony? Dude, that's such, a, that's such a loaded question. It's such a loaded question, dude, I'm telling you, because, you know, it's hard to say, right, because I shouldn't be here. 
but the things that I'm doing today is something that I never thought would ever happen in my life. I own my own business. I'm a nutrition coach, personal trainer. I do mindset and lifestyle. Um, I've gone one year of making my own money for that and trying to keep the lights on as best as I could. Um, I help multiple people online all over and in person too. Um, you definitely have to accept the journey that you are on and most of the times it doesn't make sense. It never makes sense until you find that purpose. To go back and change anything I went through, seeing that I am standing here actually talking to you guys today, I wouldn't change a damn thing because I wouldn't be right here at this exact time if I did. And the people that I met, you know? So no, I wouldn't change a damn thing. You're welcome. Hey, what's up? Oh man. <laughs> Maybe we should take a 20 minute break before we start answering all these questions, huh? No, it's really funny. It's really funny because I kind of have an, an overarching answer for almost everyone in this room is um, as soon as you start leaving yourself for everybody else and, and not, not yourself, you start winning the game. So my job now, after what I've gone through and what my job will be going forward is I give as much as I can and still keep my cup of energy full and still don't, you know, I used to take that whole cup of energy. We all wake up with a cup of energy a day, right? I used, to, I used to take that and I used to throw it out the window and I used to start helping people. I never had time for myself. So while taking time for myself, I'm still giving as much as I can to people. That's my, my purpose in life is to give to everyone and live with no regret, dude. Not one thing. And also, if you guys have questions that you don't want to talk about out loud, after, I'm going to be here for a minute. I'm not just taking off after this. Um, if anyone wants to talk one-on-one, -on -one, I'll do 10 minutes with each and every one of you guys in a different room, and we can really get into some stuff. If that's better for you guys, um, Brian could be there or just us. It doesn't really matter. But if you guys you know, don't want to just ask the questions out loud, I'm totally cool with that too, guys. Like, totally cool with that. Dude, I, 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 I cook for us. You know, it's, um, it wasn't my passion. I thought it was. You know, it wasn't. But uh, I'm still pretty bad, dude. Still pretty, still pretty bad, dude, at cooking. <laughs> yeah, man. So. What kind of restaurant did you work at? I worked at a bunch of different ones. I actually have my own business also. I delivered uh, fresh meals to people for the week. I did downtown. I worked for um, an Italian chef. We did uh, weddings, banquets, baby showers, and stuff like that. I also worked at, you know, crappy places around here. Um, but yeah, I tried to expand as much as I could. The wedding thing was was cool, but that was crazy, bro. Dude, like, you want to talk about, like, intense. Like, every plate being perfect. Every, you know, it's, it's wild, man. Mine? Blue. Yeah, that was a, a good, good question. Um, yeah, so when I walked in here, I had like a plan of what I wanted to say to you guys, and as soon as I walked in here, it just all went out the window. 
And that's like, even, even with my podcast, nothing is scripted. And it's just, we just hit play and we go. And I never even have questions ready. So that's kind of, well, I tell Ryan, I'm like, dude, just start talking to me. And we'll just, we'll just start talking. Um, so to transition out of where I was, um, taking all those negative things that I had, I didn't really explain this, so I apologize. Um, like I said, you have to replace it with something positive. So I took all that junk that I had in that bucket, I replaced it all, I started, I started, I jumped right into the gym, right into CrossFit. I immediately started getting into all that stuff. Um, with my, you know, since I'm an addict, um, for my, <laughs> my addicted personality, I had to replace that with something positive that I could be addicted to. And bettering myself and going to the gym and learning how to cook for myself and, you know, counting calories and macros and all that, all that crazy stuff that, people, that us crazy people do, that's my addiction now. And so I've turned a super negative addiction to something super positive. And now it's like, dude, bring it on 2020, man. It's so wild how this is going to work out, you know. Uh, no, there, there wasn't anything like that. I believe my, uh, when I hit rock bottom with that and went to the hospital, you know, um, the next day, man, I just stopped everything. I even smoked two. I smoked two packs a day at that point. Um, I basically woke up, woke up to booze for breakfast. Um, I just stopped because it was the only way that I could possibly even do it. If anyone that you know has any type of addiction, I would definitely have them go through something go through a program or anything like that. Um, I am not your typical person to be that question being asked for. You know, I'm a very asinine dude. I'm just a strong-headed person, and uh, I'm, just, I'm just very confident that way. And that any, I, I believe anything that I want to do in my life, I can do, and there is no boundaries for that. I think we should all kind of live by that a little bit, a little bit. But, like, if there's ever a problem, the best thing you can do is talk. Don't ever. You keep that stuff in, man, it will eat you alive there's no answer to it. If you're not talking to anyone, there's no answer. You have all these questions in your head. You're not talking to anybody about it. What is that? That's like trying to have a relationship with somebody and none of you ever say anything to each other. But you're always like mad at each other and something like that. That's not how it works. Communication. questions, bro. Sorry. <laughs> How old is everybody in here? <laughs> um, Such a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> Pat yourself back. Um, okay, so when did we meet? Uh, we met, um, met at CrossFit. 2000. Yeah, th this all happened late. Getting back into relationships. Well, how about when, dude, for real, like really effing scared, dude. Like, I didn't want nothing to do with it. This just happened, dude. Like this just happened. Like I just asked her out for to go to dinner, and she was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Oh." No. I told her before we really, really got serious. I actually went out to dinner, and I sat you down. And I believe I cried at the table. Yeah, <laughs> Dude. But 
Like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'm like, put that down really quick. I got something to say, dude. You know? just got turned into a game show. <laughs> <laughs> but more about him. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was kind of my way to, like, start again, you know. Like, I just had to, like, be confident about it and just start over. Because it wasn't going to fix itself, like I just said. Move forward or fall behind. Um, do I doubt myself today? Yeah, I still doubt myself. I no way, shape, or form have that mindset anymore. Yeah. yeah, that's a fixed mindset. You know how that is, right? So you have a fixed mindset or a growth mindset. That's definitely there's no fixed mindset here anymore. Um, I keep myself busy, you know, with reading really good positive books. I journal. Um, I just get into meditation and yoga now. I'm, you know, it's crazy because in a selfish way, you'll you can probably relate to this. In a selfish way, our businesses make us better. My clients make me better because we're talking through things that their spouses don't even know. And that's like the real deal. Like that's real, right? That's, that's so raw. But in a selfish way, like those things are making me better. Um, the one thing I can kind of talk back to you about that, it's not the loser mentality. And this is really going to throw the room for like a super huge loop. But if anyone understands that anyone is an addict, if anyone walked in here with a plate of cocaine right now, I'd, I'd, I'd freak out. And I would do it in front of all of you because I don't give a shit. And that's tough. And that's something I live with every single day. So believe me when I say when I put my two feet on the ground every single morning, there is no one more humble than me. For real. For real. And that's with anything, man. If you guys are waking up and you're putting your feet on the ground and you want to pick them back up and roll yourself into bed, man, you got to talk to somebody, bro, because I was there. I've been there. I've been there, man. It, it sucks, bro. It ain't fun. It hurts deep, and you feel like there's nothing you can do. And there's so much that you can do. There's so much you can do. You just have to take that step. Look at what you're doing today. Look at what you're doing in here. This is insane. I would never have the courage at your guys' age to do something like this. This is ridiculous. I'm so proud of each and every one of you guys for being here. It's not easy. Whether it's your first time or your 10th time, it's not easy. It's not, but you're doing it. And I commend all of you guys for it, like for real. Like it's, it's crazy, your guys' courage in this room right now. Um, so it's like, like, it's like, ah, it's a double-edged sword on that question. There wasn't any relationships that I needed to rebuild because all those people kind of were in the, were in the bad side of my, my era, all those bad people. Um, it was kind of actually the opposite. I actually told them that we could no longer be part of each other. 
because I would having that people are either going to lift you up, they're going to be either be a lifter or they're going to be a weight. There is no in between. Everyone around you is going to lift you up or they're going to be a weight. Okay, one does one, the other does the other. And you have to kind of find that line of people you want to hang out with. And you can't have a mix of both. Because once you're all jolly over here with all these good people, and all of a sudden you get way down over here with these people, you're just going back and forth. You have to surround yourself with the right people. <laughs> you know how many times I called this dude right here? You know how many times we talked? How many times do I cry in front of you, bro? How many times a month do I cry in front of you? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, we were watching football having pizza the other week, and I was crying in front of him. That's why I'm like, dude, we can only hang out like once a month. You just take too much out of me, you know? Um, to rebuild, there was a couple relationships that I had to rebuild. Um, you just have to kind of come out, commit to it, uh, say what you were going through, and you need to accept it, that what you did, and in no way, shape, or form do you need to apologize. You don't have to apologize, but you have to understand yourself what you did and accept that for yourself and go forward. But don't ever feel like you have to cry to someone and say, I'm sorry for something like I went through. That was all me, man. That was all me. You just have to say, I'm in a better place now. You know, what I did was wrong. I know I hurt you. And that's what I'm sorry for is me hurting you, not for my actions. Um, well, like I just said, I still cope with it um, every single day. It never goes away. It just gets a little easier, as you can say. Um, no, nah, man, like I said, I'd fail right now if I saw drugs. So keep yourself out of that loop, you know, and stay away from that stuff. Everyone that's around me now, that's <laughs> no way, shape, or form of their mindset. You know, like, I'm that dude. They're like, dude, that was you. Holy cow. Like, I'm the only one in the group of my people that have done something like that. So like I'm hanging out with people that make me better, and I try to make them better like once a month, <laughs> if that's possible. Um, to you, you know what? Like I, I said, you have to find things that you want to work for in, in oneself, you know. And the real reason is like, you guys, I hated myself who I was at that time. Your foundation is loving yourself. Period. If you don't love oneself, you're you're done. You can't have a relationship. You can't have like a feasible good job. You can't get out of bed in the morning. I'll battle anybody on that conversation right now. I will win. That is the foundation of life. Once you figure that out and you start accepting that, everything gets easier. Like, holy cow, does it get so much easier? Because you're ready to accept everything that life has to give you. And the universe is talking, man. You guys got to listen because it tells you everything. For sure, to for that. sure. Um, I encourage you to, oh, yeah, yeah. No, man, I had to learn what that was all about. And I noticed, um, you know, after my demise, I'll call it, um, I didn't have any of that, man. I didn't have any of that. And the best way I could possibly tell you guys how I learned how to do that was taking time to myself and understanding that I needed to find something bigger than me to do. 
and I knew that it had to start there, and then from there I built on that, and then that's that's where I am today. It's not, you guys, it's not easy. It's not easy in one way, shape, or form. It took time, man. It still take. I work on it every day, every single day. And when I don't and I fall back, like I can totally tell. And like something's missing. Oh yeah, you haven't journaled in a week, dummy. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think I think that's like the the number one thing to routines. My my day is it's so routine, man. It's it's pretty much it's psychotic how routine it is. And once I get off of that, I feel so bad because I'm like not getting things done. But you still have to learn how to take your routines, take your time, time block out your day. Make sure you're always waking up in a positive note. Don't grab your phone first thing in the morning. Obviously, I've talked about this a thousand times with people. You flip on Facebook and all of a sudden you're in a bad mood. Flip on Instagram, I'm pissed. All right? Don't pick up your phone. Don't answer emails. Don't do any of that for the first hour. Read a book. Journal. Find a journal that actually has a path in it, not just a blank sheet of paper. Like I asked you guys to write three things you're grateful for. That's the first thing on my journal every single morning. The first thing I see every single morning is three things I'm grateful for. What's your number one priority in the day? What are five things, number one things you need to get done? Like, you need to time block your shit out. Like, it's so crazy. But that routine helps. Routine's freedom. As soon as you have a routine down, you, it's like nothing. It's great. It's when you try to connect A to D and the back. It's like you're all over the place, right? You're all over the place. That has helped me tremendously in learning how to love myself because I'm taking now time for me. I've ne I never did that before. It was always for someone else externally. First thing in the morning, you know? So learning how to do that first thing in the morning for me is my me time. It sets me on such a great path in the morning. How can you possibly fail when you start with something positive? It's very difficult to. You really have to try to fail the rest of your day. If that answered your question. Yeah. Now, Anthony, right here is like a perfect example of what you guys did earlier today. You took time to actually think about, okay, what are those routines or rituals I actually want to implement into my life? How do I actually set myself up to win and actually make it happen? And develop some level of structure with how you can win each day. So the stuff that we teach you, it's just not you know, a cool curriculum we found online. We actually took time to develop something that can drastically change where you go. Anthony's a perfect like, example of that in action. So understand that that stuff, it's so valuable, but it takes effort. And you got to push with it, but you got to do what you can to really put that stuff into motion from being in a good place. And start tomorrow. Do what you need to do to start getting those routines and rituals in, in, into motion. Because again, they're, they're, they're game changers for you if you do it right. Okay? Any other final questions? All right. I have one final question for you. This is how we typically end with all our speakers. Um, who is Anthony J. Dugo? Oof. You guys are killing me with these questions. <laughs> Um, I can answer this in so many ways. So I'm trying to keep it as short as I can. Number one, you're going to want this Anthony J. Guzzo on your side sometime in your life. And I can guarantee you that I'm going to be your best teammate, friend, coach, loved one to keep you around. Guys, Anthony J. Guzzo is here for each and every one of you and everyone that I come across in my day. This is who I am. I've accepted the things that have come across my, my path in my life. Even though they are hard and adversity is such an MFR, okay, we can still move forward. Anthony J. Guzzo is the most confident, pig-headed dude you'll ever meet. And I will never live my life with regret.
Thank you guys so much. So, what we're going to do right now, um, again, if you have questions for Anthony throughout the evening, he's going to be here.